a husband for my wife by william w stewart this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org reading by matt perard a husband for my wife by william w stewart i admit it he beat my time but my day is coming any minute now time is about to run out on him soon very soon now the time will come for me to meet my wife's husband i can hardly wait every dog has his day and professor thurlow benjamin has just about had it every day has its dog too and i am going to return to him with full five years interest the bad time he gave to me the dog dog look he stole my girl not once but twice the second time he you might say took his time to beat my time and left me behind to the bad time that belonged to him benji is or he was and he will be a scientifically sneaky two-timing dog and a dog's life is what he gave to me but now after nearly five years time is on my side he will get what minute by minute is coming to him not soon enough but soon benji professor thurlow benjamin was my oldest closest friend i was his we hated each other dearly in the way that only two boyhood pals can and by chance or mischance that quality of bitter friendly boyish rivalry never left our relationship why a woman naturally the first time we met he was a tall gangling red-headed big-nosed kid of nine i bull for bullard benton was shorter stockier heavier maybe not handsome exactly but clean-cut very clean-cut benji knocked a chip off my shoulder and i knocked his block off but not without collecting a few lumps doing it from then on we fought together against any one else when no one else was handy we fought each other and naturally we each wanted what the other had after high school we roomed together at burnington university right there in our home town belt city benji was a brain a scholar i was an athlete so he broke nearly every bone in his body trying to be a six foot three one hundred and thirty nine pound scat back while i nearly sprained a brain that was deep definitely deep but maybe not quite as quick on its feet as some trying for scholarship the last year and a half at the university the competition between us narrowed down to a battle for vera milston old dean milston's statuesque daughter that was all a mistake i can see it now so can benji but not then dean milston was the dourest sourest meanest old tyrant ever to suspend a football captain for a couple of unimportant d's one afternoon in junior year at basketball practice benji was out dragging around a cast jocko bunter bet me ten i didn't have the nerve to date the dean's daughter well hell i'd seen her around visiting the dean as regularly as i had to she was a lot of girl tall honey blonde a little on the regal commanding side 
and maybe her lips were a mite set over a chin that the old man should have kept to himself but there are times when a young man doesn't analyze the details as carefully as he might she was built like nothing i had tackled all fall so i took a chance got a date one ten and that might and should have been that she had a way of saying no that made me think of her father but the thing was benji didn't know about the bet i dated her once so he had to date her twice again i didn't analyze i jumped to the conclusion benji had the hots for her and went to work to cut him out that kept us busy the next year and a half and i led all the way vera and i got engaged at the spring prom to be married right after my graduation which improved the odds on my graduating considerably the dean was a grim old devil who considered hamlet a comedy and could refuse anything to anyone except vera and how could i have known it was fear rather than affection that made him give in to her anyway perhaps the strain of passing me a diploma was too great the next day the old devil passed on himself and no matter where he may be sitting i know he is happy as long as he can watch the others fry but i shouldn't grumble he saved me unintentional though it was vera possibly having second thoughts as she looked over the dean's list said she couldn't marry me till after a reasonable period of mourning the army took me and rejected benji he stayed on for postgraduate study in physics i told you he was a brain a brain but not equally acute in all fields when i got back to belt city three years later benji was already an assistant professor of physics and vera's husband they were settled in the old dean's big ancient house just off the campus and benji was aiming or being aimed at a distinguished academic career i came back to town with the idea of winding up the family insurance and real estate business and pulling out mostly to keep away from them it wasn't you understand that i was carrying such a heavy torch for vera she hadn't blighted my life not then that is but it seemed to me that living in town with her and professor thurlow benjamin a gloating triumphant benji laughing at me because he'd succeeded in marrying my girl would be a real annoyance but of course when i hit town i had to call them and they had to invite me to dinner for one time anyway i figured i had to accept i gritted my teeth and went i never had a sweeter more enjoyable evening in all my life i got there about seven in the evening and walked up the steps to the big old porch on the dean's house feeling a bit nervous and upset i had walked up those same steps often enough before feeling nervous and upset but this was different i lifted the oversized brass knocker and rapped vera's voice coming from the back of the house some place cut through the evening air thurlow answer the door yes sweets i'm on my way vera hunbun that was benji hunbun yet and his voice was misery it cringed and whined i grinned to myself and began to feel more cheerful benji let me in his glasses were thicker and his hair thinner and he looked a lot older but it was benji the same old lanky gangling redhead 
yet not the same too he had a hang-dog look that was new and suddenly i felt so good i punched him playfully in the ribs he winced and didn't even counter if the fight hadn't gone out of him it had sure been watered down we went on into the parlor across the hall from the dean's old study vera joined us she didn't look bad at a glance but if you checked right close and i did there was something in her look a sharpness i hadn't noticed before her nose seemed bigger beak-like the broad solid shoulders deep down grooves at the corners of her mouth she threw her arms around me and kissed me my temperature stayed steady and cool boulard boulard darling you look marvellous i felt great too vera girl you're as gorgeous as ever radiant blooming still the campus goddess and mrs thurlow benjamin now hmm old benji is sure a lucky dog benji forced a hollow laugh vera smiled a positive agreement then benji sort of coughed out a faint note of hope and pleaded vera sweet this is uh, an occasion don't you agree dear don't you um, do you think maybe i ought to fix us all a drink thurlow you drink far too much you had a highball before dinner at professor dorman's only night before last almost but not quite i felt sorry for him ah well vera doll i said this is an occasion after all and i do want to drink a toast to you and benji hm. especially you the love of my life lost now but lovelier than ever boulard well thurlow don't stand there like an idiot go mix us some drinks and mind the line on the bottom and then she turned back with some more gush for me i enjoyed it knowing now what i had been saved from in fact as i said i enjoyed the whole evening my playing up to vera made her just that much rougher on benji revenge on benji plus relief at what i had escaped made life seem pleasant and right there and then i changed my mind about leaving town i decided to stay and settled down well i did settle but not too far down instead of selling out uncle george's insurance and real estate firm i went to work in it it was prosperous enough and light work there were plenty of girls around town if you got around and i did looking back those were the happy years naturally i kept seeing quite a bit of vera and benji rubbing it in sure why not hell half the pleasure in any success comes from giving a hard time to those who gave you a hard time it may not be nice but it is normal i lolled in the shade and laughed benji sweated and suffered his boss's whip cracked merrily he plodded ahead in the university physics department and fiddled around his lab whenever he could escape into it then there came a black friday evening in early autumn i was due with benji's for dinner just him and me vera had gone up to chicago that morning to see her ever-dying aunt bella and do some shopping she would not be back till the next day so she called on me to keep an eye on benji so i was due for a quietly pleasant early evening listening to benji talk about his sorrows then i figured benji would go to his lab 
in the old dean's study and i would go out on the town i had a date one of the very best starlight glow formerly daisy hansel formerly an office clerk she was a pert little strawberry blonde cute with a lot of good humour and a lot of everything else too about as unlike vera as a girl could be that week she was between nightclub engagements back in her old home town and back in the old groove with me too i looked forward to the evening first benji's troubles and then my own pleasures i pulled up in front of benji's old place just at dusk a late working lineman from beltsville power was fiddling around on the pole outside benji's lab room hey mac he hollered you going in there look tell the prof they'll cut it in at seven a m huh can't make it a minute sooner i nodded as i went up the steps and across the porch knocked once walked on in and stopped dead in the hallway to stare up the stairs it was benji but not the vera's benji i was used to he was dressed in the evening clothes vera got him to wear only at major faculty functions he carried a cane wore a flower tonight he was benji man about town knight of the evening sharp cool cocky he strutted on down the stairs and passed me he winked grinned that dirty sneaky grin of his i remembered all too well from the old days at the door he looked back over his shoulder still grinning and said stick around a minute old boy i have something to show you the door slammed shut i couldn't believe it he wouldn't dare then i heard my car my new sport car starting outside and i swore grabbing the doorknob wait bull you couldn't catch me i spun around damned if it wasn't old benji coming down the stairs again just as though it wasn't impossible this time he looked himself but worse he had on an old lab smock and a new hangover he looked awful but with a hint of satisfaction too like remembering the time he'd had getting into such lousy shape well bull boy he mumbled wavering on down the steps holding the top of his head on with one hand come on out in the lab maybe we could find a little nip and i have something to show you so you said eh oh yes so i did last night when i was going out it was just now only you went out all dressed up and here you are all beat up what's this all about come on he said with a flash of temper when i get a hair or two of the dog i'll explain it to you i followed him into his lap the dean's old study it was the only thing benji could call his own vera let him have it on the off chance that he might find something important enough to give their social and financial position a boost in the lap benji fished an amber-filled flask from the wastebasket under the old roll-top desk and poured himself a double me a single in a couple of big test tubes i only half saw him out of a corner of the eye what i was really looking at was a damned peculiar rig that filled up about a third of the space along the side wall next to the kitchen it was i couldn't figure it it looked something like one of those jungle gym outfits in the kids playgrounds but there were wires running from it to half a dozen wall plugs and a seat up in the middle with a bunch of dials and things 
he was all odd and oddest was the way it all sort of shimmered and blurred as i watched it what in hell is that i walked across the lab toward it reaching out better not touch it bull you might knock something out since he put it like that i raised my hand to grab hold of one of the crossbars by the seat in the centre of the thing and there i was resting comfortably on a small cloud in far outer space watching a great spiral nebula whirling in infinite majesty through the vast empty blackness and i thought about the mystery of the universe i felt that if i could just reach out i would have in my grasp the final answer but then it drifted away and the nebula slowly narrowed and evolved into a great system of suns planets moons and finally into the big old chandelier in the dean's study when it all seemed to stabilize at that point i sat up a little shakily the room benji's lab now was still there i stood up and felt lousy my head ached i looked around benji was sitting at the desk slumped over his head on his folded arms the flask of whiskey half gone was on the desk beside him i emptied it out a little more into me and checked my watch six o'clock and the sky showed gray outside i had been out all night i put my foot on the base of benji's swivel chair and shoved hard the chair rolled back out from under him he slumped down with a pleasing thud on the floor he woke up with a pained expression that helped my headache a little damn you benji i said you did that out of spite to break my day with daisy i bet he yawned i told you you'd better not touch it because you knew then i'd have to go ahead and do it it's a wonder with me knocked out you didn't go to try to steal my girl i did i am you what i did go out with daisy i am with her now are you cracked you are right here with me true but i am simultaneously with daisy he grinned reflectively and i don't mind saying daisy is much better company than you now wait bull i know this is difficult for you to grasp but it is a fact that i am in two places at the same time only on different circuits this is big bull really big after you help me with one or two details i am going to share it with you listen to me sometimes i can be sickeningly gullible all right start explaining think bull last night you saw me go out the front door at substantially the same time you also saw me dressed quite differently come down the hall stairs it should be obvious i have built a time machine i looked down at my watch and then back at him with raised eyebrows no bull not a machine for telling time a machine for travelling through time or actually more or less around it you see my machine there the jungle gym rig was still at the side of the room blurred and shimmering yeah i see it and don't bother telling me not to touch it again i won't your own fault ordinarily you could touch even one of the bars it is perfectly safe but just now the machine is there twice that creates further static force fields benji look at it 
looks as though you were seeing double hm and you are you see both this coming morning at ten to seven i took and will take the machine and i travelled back to ten to five yesterday afternoon at that time the machine was already there actually i should have moved it just before i used it this morning to limit the overlaps but i was rushed you'll see daisy and i will be here shortly he grinned it was an expression i had never particularly cared for have another drink bull that was an expression i liked better i did have one his story was unbelievable but i was beginning to believe it partly because of the machine there and the fact that i had seen two of him practically at once the evening before partly because i knew benji would be capable of almost anything if it would let him steal a girl from me and get away from vera besides he took a short nip himself and went on i won't strain your limited facilities by trying to give you the technical side of it more or less it is a matter of setting up the proper number of counteracting magnetic force fields properly focused in a proper relationship each with the other to bend the normal space factors in such a way as to circumvent time is that clear not to me i said is it to you not altogether but what is clear is this my machine works i can jump through time to any time got any special messages from cleopatra the amount or period of time is a question of power with only the regular house current i have connected now about a day at a step is the limit that is as far as i have gone of course i could go one day and then another and then another forward or back indefinitely with more current there would be no such limitations how about taking a run up to the end of the week and let me know how the world series is going to come out ah now you begin to see i told you this is a big thing tremendous and all i ask is just a little help from you and you will share in the proceeds what me help how i had the power company run in a special power line yesterday it will cut in this morning at seven with this added power the machine can travel five years five years at a jump which as far as i we that is want to go well just suppose what you say is true benji if it is then you used your sneaking machine to two-time me with daisy last night eh i like that vera will like that too but you expect to bribe me with a share in your rig to help you out how with what bull it's like this i did go out last night my first time in a long time you know vera so considering the past few years you can understand that i was eh, maybe a bit reckless last night ran into a few little problems nothing serious of course and besides with your help the police won't be able the police yes but bull you've been right here with me all night you can swear to that so i couldn't possibly have driven your car up the steps and through the glass doors into the ancient history section of the museum my car now bull we'll make money you can get lots of cars 
and i didn't mean to smash up yours i simply wanted to give daisy a rough idea of a time trip back into the past but you can tell the police i was right here when someone broke out through the window by the neanderthal exhibit while the police were coming in the front door after us so someone else must have driven off in the police car you stole the police car i yelped oh we won't keep it he said airily but perhaps they are upset about our borrowing it and about the duet of as time goes by that daisy and i sang over the police radio lord and when did you finish all this fun and games i demanded when let's see it's six forty a m so we daisy and i are on our way back here now in the patrol car now you and daisy in the patrol car the one we borrowed the police they seem to have a lot of cars are not far behind i believe they think they recognize me you can tell them how wrong they are he stopped to listen i heard it too a sound of sirens in the distance coming closer so benji in a minute or so you a second edition of you when one has always been plenty you are coming here with all the cops in town on your tail and with my girl and you expect me to step forward and lying in my teeth tell these enraged cops that you are innocent this is quite a request benji there was the roar of a car racing down the quiet saturday dawn street benji looked at me anxiously here we come bull please you wouldn't turn me over to the police would you no i didn't want the cops to get him i wanted to get him myself and let vera finish him there was a sound of running footsteps up the porch stairs the hallway door opened arm in arm laughing like a pair of idiots in came benji benji too and my girl daisy they staggered across the room benji too threw his arms around daisy and kissed her with conviction and assurance then quickly he stepped away from her and walked over to the time machine rig hurry it up said the first benji quick the power will cut off any second now until they switch in the new line drunk or not benji too knew what he was doing he dragged the straight chair by the wall to the side of the machine and climbed it he swayed almost fell then without touching any of the bars he managed to step from the chair into the seat of the machine rig he fiddled with the dial or knob and vanished the double exposure look of the machine disappeared too benji said daisy staring blankly at the machine daisy said the leftover benji walking toward her the sound of sirens outside sounded loud and louder and then moaned to a stop in the front of the house benji daisy said again giving me and the sirens about as much attention as an individual aunt gets at a family picnic benji it was true then all that you were telling me about going through time was true and we can of course sweet i told you i'd be with you that everything will be all right with good old bull to help us what time have you bull huh i was dazed the time what time is it it's just about seven but 
heavy footsteps pounded up the front stairs and across the porch the front door knocker thundered bull said benji bull old friend i think there may be someone at the door would you see who it is i don't know why i didn't make him go answer i still don't know but i walked out into the hall from the lab and opened the front door and nearly got trampled by a squad of four cops headed by big tough sergeant winesap there were i saw through the open door two squad cars parked out front and another coming down the block just behind a taxi oh said winesap it's you benton say you weren't in this crime wave too were you we only saw two that madman friend of yours professor benjamin and the girl in your car look you know what they did they knocked off three hydrants whooping about time and the fountain of youth and wrecked the museum and the police car and what they did to officer durlin maybe you weren't in on it benton but we know they came in here friend or no friend don't try to obstruct justice where are they yes officer inquired benjamin bland as could be from the lab door what seems to be the trouble did you wish to see me his manner must have been disarming at least they didn't shoot him on the spot they just advanced loosening guns and holsters like a thoughtful lynching party benji strolled back into the lab and over to daisy who was standing by the machine at the side of the room the officers were confused benji sober or nearly so in his old lab smock looked a good deal different to them from the wild man they'd been chasing all over town but there was daisy in her evening gown that's them all right said a young rookie with a fine blooming shiner she's the one that threw the eggplants i'd know her anywhere and that's benjamin said winesap grimly okay both of you don't try to run come along and no more nonsense benji held up one hand and slipped the other arm around daisy's waist gentlemen please i have no idea what this is about but surely it can have nothing to do with me mr benton and i have been right here in my laboratory all night working he can verify that they looked at me i opened my mouth i didn't say a word vera did she stood there in the doorway it must have been her in the cab coming back bright and early from chicago she took in the whole scene benji daisy police me benji she said you couldn't imagine what she put into that one word everyone turned then to look at her slowly and with infinite menace she started across the room now dear said benji nervously now sweet take it easy this is only a little experiment not what you are thinking at all we swung back toward benji he had boosted daisy onto the seat of his time rig and swung up beside her vera yelled and started to run toward them benji twisted a knob and grinned good-bye now he said and they were gone benji was gone again daisy was gone the whole rig was gone vera looking a little forlorn and foolish ended up her dash stumbling into the empty space where the thing had been i expect we all looked a little foolish standing there gaping 
but i had to carry foolishness to the ultimate of idiocy vera at that single moment seemed sort of sad and helpless and lord knows i was mixed up i walked over and put an arm around vera saying there there vera hun it's all right i'm here i should never have called her attention to it there i was and the hell of it was i had kept playing up to her all this time just to needle benji when that morning i put my arm around her i never had a chance i was married to vera i still am it has been a long long time almost five years by the calendar centuries by subjective time i am vera's husband sitting by the light of a kerosene lamp in dean millstone's old study which had been benji's lab writing benji and daisy got away and i got caught but now i can smile about it now after nearly five years you understand with the power he got into his machine from the new power line he said he could go just five years at a jump of course away from vera probably he figured on going further that he would go the power limit of five years stop and then jump again and again far enough for complete safety but i have had a lot more time to figure than he did i am figuring on a little party a little reception in honor of our first intrepid time traveler a surprise party it will be five years to the hour since daisy and benji left benji will be the surprise since only i know that he will pop up in our midst it will surprise benji it will surprise vera and our guests among whom i have included sergeant captain now winesap and the others of his squad eccentric a party like that i suppose but to vera and the others it is a breakfast anniversary party the anniversary of the very moment of our engagement vera is flattered enough to be tolerant and even pleased at this romantic notion and since i know i have only one out and that is coming i am dutiful cringing and servile that is husband so vera indulges me in a harmless eccentricity or two my other little eccentricity is electric power i don't favor it i use benji's lab the old dean's study as my den i claim to be writing a historical novel i need realism atmosphere i have had all electric power lines removed from that entire section of the house there is no power none that's why i'm writing by lamplight our anniversary party will be here the lamps and candles and the dawn of a bright new day will be light enough when to the total astonishment of vera and our guests benji and daisy and the time rig suddenly appear among us i will greet them with enthusiasm but this will be as nothing to the greeting they will get from other sources benji will work his dials and controls frantically nothing will happen no power vera will step forward the hell with whether the statute of limitations may or may not have run out on benji's assorted legal crimes and misdemeanors the wrath of vera accepts no limitations benji will have run out of time and it will be my time then 
End of A Husband for My Wife by William W. Stewart